I'm so excited about All Saints Sunday. I've been looking forward to this for a couple of months. And I want you to know your staff has been working very hard to make this day possible. Um, All Saints Sunday ranks right up there with Christmas Eve candlelight communion with me and Easter. Uh, And I feel we're so fortunate. I've enjoyed a lot of All Saints Sunday services, but this, the music, the slide presentation, everything is just tops with me. Uh, Rachel had the idea of the slideshow, which she said was inspired by Christina's slideshow on Grandparents Day. Sarah's been working hard to put all the music together. Marcus put the presentation together. Thank you so much, Marcus. We all appreciate seeing our loved ones projected on the screen. And Pastor Kathleen uh, pulled all this together while I was away. It's, a, it's just great to know everything was being taken care of right here. And, and we appreciate it so much. On All Saints Sunday, uh, we're looking to the book of Revelation. We don't go there often. And a lot of people dread looking at the book of Revelation. I love it. I have a friend who said, Revelation's like the fifth gospel. It's an uplifting message. It's not gloom and doom that a lot of people seem to interpret it. But it's a very positive message. And John, one of God's disciples, Christian, was banished to the Isle of Patmos, uh, kind of shoved away. But while he was there and while he prayed, God blessed him with visions of the future eternal kingdom. And I'm reading from Revelation chapter 7, verses 9 through 17. Let's grasp this image of eternity and heaven that he describes. John says, After this I looked, and there was a great multitude that no one could count, from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages, Standing before the throne and before the Lamb, robed in white, with palm branches in their hands, they cried out in a loud voice saying, Salvation belongs to our God, who is seated on the throne and to the Lamb. And all the angels stood around the throne, and all the elders and the four living creatures And they fell on their faces before the throne and worshiped God, singing, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Then one of the elders addressed me saying, Who are these robed in white? And where have they come from? I said to him, Sir, you are the one that knows. Then he said to me, These are they who have come out of the great ordeal. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. For this reason, they are before the throne of God and worship Him day and night within His temple. And the one who is seated on the throne will shelter them. Please hear this, folks who've lost loved ones, they will hunger no more or thirst no more. The sun will not strike them 
nor any scorching heat. For the Lamb at the center of the throne will be their shepherd. And he will guide them to springs of the water of life. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. And God will wipe away every tear from our lives as we remember them as well. This is the word of God for all of us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Charles Wesley, in one of his great hymns, said, What are these arrayed in white, brighter than the noonday sun? Foremost, foremost of the saints in light, nearest the eternal throne. On All Saints Sunday, Revelation gives us some glimpses of what glory is going to be like. Sometimes those glimpses are a bit scary when you talk about the four horsemen riding around and a lot of stuff like that, a lot of imagery. But they're always thrilling images and they're most always inspiring images as well. This passage from Revelation 7 gives us this stunning view of a massive throng of people gathered around the throne of God. They're from every nation, verse 9 says, every tribe, every ethnicity, every language, we're all together. I think the way God always has intended it to be, we're all together as one, gathered around the throne of God. And they're waving palm branches. Must have thought it was Easter or Palm Sunday or whatever. And they were crying out, rejoicing in Christ's victory over sin and death. And they were all robed in white. And then... That was glorious enough, but they kind of ramp it up. They go from saying things to singing a heavenly choir. And the scripture says, the angels and the living creatures, and they all come together, other heavenly beings, and they bow down before God on the throne. And they sing blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him. Who sits upon the throne? It is the throne of God. You're probably familiar with the Handel's Messiah and that beautiful rendition of singing, blessing, glory, honor, and power be unto him who sitteth upon the throne and unto the Lamb. Blessing, honor, glory, and power be unto him. That's John's image and picture of what heaven is like. And I like it. I get caught up in it. And I praise God that my loved ones are right up there singing with them. And I want to be. I want to be as well someday. And we're here this morning to remember the saints of this church. You know, COVID kind of robbed us. Well, it did rob us of some appropriate funeral services and remembrance services. So we're going back three years and pulling all of that forward. So what do these heavens look like we're anticipating? Well, we don't know for sure, but we have lots of images in Revelation and other passages. Some say there are streets paved with gold. Some see a river flowing through some see fruits bearing, uh, trees bearing fruits all year long. It's all a, a, a land, a glory land for sure. But your guess is about as good as mine 
That's what it really looks like. And I don't know if it's up there or out there, and I don't think all that really matters. What matters to me is, and I believe what the message of Scripture is, that when we pass from this life into the next, we will be with God eternally. Our souls will beam up, Scotty, <laughs> to be with God's soul and the soul of Christ forever and ever and ever. So other than being in the presence of God eternally, that's enough for me. And this scripture talks about no more hunger, no more thirst, no more sorrow, no more pain. The eternal healing power of God is in the heavens. And for many people, that's the final healing. So this morning, we look to that heavenly promise and we claim it for the saints who've gone on before us and we claim it for our journey as well. Dr. Will Williman, who was later uh, finally elected bishop after a couple of times trying, and he said this, Christians believe that death will come, we know death's going to come, but that the last word in Jesus Christ is life, not death. The last word for Christians is life. And he says Christians become citizens in a new time zone. We, we uh, fell back last night, didn't we? And I love that extra hour. We fell back last night. But he says Christians become citizens in a new time zone. I hadn't thought about heaven like that or eternity, but it's like a whole different time zone that overlaps ordinary time and anticipates the new age of God's kingdom in Jesus. And our souls ascend to that eternal presence with God. So this morning, it's sad to think about our loved ones, but may our spirits rejoice that their souls are at peace with God. And they have the opportunity and will have the opportunity to stand around that throne and sing and sing. You all love singing. I love singing. I want to be a part of that heavenly choir one day. I anticipate that. And by the blood of Jesus, we can get there. The white robes, he says, were washed in the blood of the Lamb. So because of the blood of Jesus, the sacrifice of Jesus, when we believe in that and trust in that, zoom, we're going to be right with them in glory. Yes, for all the saints who from their labors rest. Well, they're resting, but they're actively praising God and singing eternally in the heavens. Let's pray. Holy God. As we remember all our loved ones who have gone on before us, and especially those of our loved ones who have died these past three years, we cherish their memory. We cherish they made our lives so much better. We grieve that we can't be with them anymore, but one day we can. We celebrate. We celebrate their pain, their suffering, their troubles, 
their earthly trials are gone. And they've ascended to be with you. May we claim that same promise and hope today. In Christ's name, amen.